and welcome to Chinese Folk Tales. This is Bebe. Chinese animation films are not well known outside China, if at all. But things were different in 2019. The film named Nerja, named after a Chinese mythical character, took in over five billion RMB, or over seven hundred million dollars. Quite a splash. Although they would have made about ten dollars more, if the character Nerja looked just a bit cuter. It's really not like the chubby little boy on fiery wheels that I knew from my childhood. So yeah, I have not watched it, but I know the basic story. So who is Nerja? The story starts with a city by the East Sea. A general by the name of Li Jing was stationed in the coastal city, in which fishermen lived peaceful lives. One day, the general had this worried look on his face. Were there going to be attacks on the city? Not really. It was because his wife was pregnant. Well, that was supposed to be good news, right? But the thing was. She had been pregnant for three years and six months. Sounds more like a tumor to me. But the day had finally come, and she was in labor, ready to deliver. The general was more tense and nervous than ever. He was half ready for a monster to come out, and he was very scared of it. Well, it wasn't a normal baby, all right, but not. An outright hairy alien, neither. What his wife delivered was more like a bouncy meatball. Still weird enough, and no one dared to approach. General Lee didn't like the looks of it, and he did something instinctive to an ancient military man. He raised his sword and hacked. But. Instead of blood spilling everywhere, the sword was bounced back with a bang. <laughs> Tough meatball. But the ball of meat did split open, and guess what was inside? A chubby, cute little baby. <laughs> How do Chinese describe a Michelin baby with rows of fat on its arms? We can say, as a compliment to the parents, that the baby's arms and legs look just like lotus roots, meaning in segments. And this baby had bulging cheeks, the color of lotus flowers, pink and delicate. It was a normal baby after all. The whole family was simply thrilled. But before they were happy for long, the newborn opened his eyes and sat up. That's right, and that was just the beginning. He sat up, then got up and started running. <laughs> he started growing the second he touched the ground, butt naked and rolls of fat bouncing. The servants chased after this baby. 
and managed to put a red cover around his belly. The image of Nerja always wears this red belly covering. Well, and not much else as clothing. Amid all this excitement, as if the moment wasn't thrilling enough, a golden ray of light struck across the sky. Maybe it was just lightning. Following this, an old man with a flowing white beard descended from heaven, sitting on the back of a crane. The old man's name sounds pretty familiar to the Chinese people. He's known as the immortal Tai Yi. He saluted General Li and congratulated him on becoming a father. Then he got down to business and said, "General Li, this child of yours is no ordinary mortal child. I have a name for him. It's Nerja." Then he took out from his sleeves, which were like pockets on his gown, two treasures from heaven. First was a long red silk ribbon. It was not just a ribbon; it had a name, Hun Tianling. In most images of Nerja that I have seen, the ribbon goes around Nerja's hair buns. Sometimes it's around his waist or his arms. Then immortal Tai Yi took out a golden ring and put it around the little boy's neck. It was called the Heaven and Earth Ring, actually more like a neck collar. Little Nerja loved these immortal gifts. Before flying away on his crane, immortal Tai Yi said to the little boy, "When you are in trouble, come and find me." Talking about having solid connections, huh? Now, with this supernatural visit and the gifts, no one could treat Nerja like an ordinary child. He had all the freedom he wanted. One day, he jumped into the ocean for a little bath. When he waved around the red silk ribbon, the ocean waved along. So much so that it soon looked like the ocean was boiling. That might be fun for the little boy, but not so much for those that lived in the ocean. Oh yeah, there's this underwater kingdom in the ocean, according to Chinese mythology. It was ruled by the Dragon King, who at that moment thought there had been an earthquake. The shrimp soldiers and crab generals didn't know what was happening. Their world was in swirls. The bottom of the ocean was the land of the Dragon King. No one dared to mess around there. The son of the Dragon King was not happy with this. He surfaced to check what was going on, only to discover a chubby toddler making trouble. That was no one to be afraid of. The shrimp soldiers and crab generals were no longer scared. They rushed forward and hacked out a path in the ocean, with waves towering on both sides, ready to swallow that naughty little boy. Just then, Nerja waved around his silk ribbon, and instead of crashing down on him, 
The waves landed on the shrimp soldiers and craft generals. When the noise subsided, there were only shrimp shells and crab legs floating around. The ocean looked more like a pot of seafood porridge. Have you ever tried it, by the way? Seafood porridge? It's actually pretty good. Anyhow, the son of the Dragon King was mad. He charged toward Nerja, ready to strangle him. But it wasn't going to be so easy. He was not the only one with immortal connections. They fought a few rounds, and Nerja took off his heaven and earth ring, ready to strike. The son of the Dragon King knew what he should be afraid of. He changed into a white dragon, ready to swim away. But Nerja was small and quick. He jumped onto the back of the dragon. The white dragon struggled both in the ocean and in the sky, taking Nerja with him and making huge waves. Nerja held on tight to the scales on the dragon's back, and without thinking of the consequence, he raised the ring high into the air and brought it down hard on the head of the white dragon. Sparks flew into the air, and after a few twitches, the white dragon went quiet and still, and then sank to the bottom of the ocean. Uh oh. What was Nerja thinking? That was the son of the Dragon King, and he just killed him. The Dragon King had never been challenged like this before, not to mention losing his son. He called the other Dragon Kings. Oh yeah, so there are three other Dragon Kings: that of the West Sea Dragon King, and of the South and the North. The four Dragon Kings convened in the coastal city where Nerja was born to submerge it underwater. The sky darkened like ink, and huge waves reached toward the sky, taking all the fishing boats with them before crashing down again. This was the most fearsome storm that the people in the city had ever seen, and they also saw sea monsters of all kinds. Riding on the waves, coming their way, followed by the much-feared Dragon Kings, all four of them. The people knew that their end had come, though he didn't witness the fight. General Li was pretty sure who the troublemaker was. He took his sword and called for his son. Nerja might be little, but he had guts enough. He took the sword from his father, pointed it. At the Dragon King, and shouted, "I am the only one responsible. I killed your son. Take my life and don't harm the others." Then he turned around to face his father and said, "I give my flash back to you and mother. I won't let them harm you." Before anyone could say anything, Nerja brought the sword across his own throat. So he died. And his soul flew up to find immortal Taiyi, the old man with the white beard. The old man took some lotus roots, and those became bones and flesh. He took petals from lotus flowers, and those became the skin. 
He then took some lotus leaves, and they became a dress. In the flowing mists in heaven, a new Nerja came into being, made from different parts of the lotus plant. And this Nerja never died. It lived on in popular legends to this day. This, of course, is only the gist of the Nerja story. I'm sure the animation film has a lot more fancy embellishments. To the people, Nerja is an embodiment of the lotus plant and has power over demons. People who live in coastal areas like him especially. In the TV series that we mentioned in the last episode, Legend of Deification, Nerja also played a role in the fight against the ruthless King Zhou and Shang Dynasty. To the people, the boy Nerja is also the embodiment of the rebellious spirit and is one of the few young warriors in Chinese mythology. In our next episode, we'll talk about an old man instead. In fact, he's known for being old. Eight hundred years kind of old. How did he manage to live for so long? Well, we'll find out soon. Hope to see you then. Bye for now. Is a China Plus podcast. Special thanks go out to Sanlian Zhongdu for their help in creating the content for this show. If you like the podcast, please give us a rating and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen. If you've got any questions or feedback, please feel free to contact us via email at podcast at cri dot com dot cn or find us on Twitter, China Plus Pods.